This episode is brought to you by HP Instant Ink. No one is reading your mind, but HP Instant Ink knows when your printer is running low and sends new cartridges before you run out. So you never have to think about ink. For details, visit hp.com slash instant ink Spotify. Conditions apply. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Signals from the Frontline, your every Wednesday live cast here on Twitch. To everybody there in the Twitch chat for joining us, thank you so much. It's always a pleasure to chat with you. Hope you enjoy the show. And for those of you who are not joining us live on Twitch but would like to, the show is 11 a.m. Pacific Standard Time live every Wednesday. But yeah. if you enjoy it via the podcast, uh, if you're catch- catching us on YouTube, iTunes, or whatever uh, podcasting aggregator that you use, thank you so much. Oh, boy. Yeah, we're, that was good. Good intro. We're sitting down today, and it's kind of throwing me off. I was sitting down last week, and I wouldn't stop talking about how great it is. I don't think I like I'm it I'm so very relaxed. Much. I don't sweat as much. You just sweat standing, standing up. Yeah. You've got some serious health issues there, my friend. <laughs> You're supposed to be the fitness guy here at Frontline Gaming, too. Well, there's levels of fitness. The hat makes you look like... like the, the hat is for vanity's sake today because last week the light was shining on my dome so bad <laughs> and the glare was so bad. I was like, man, I got to cover that up a little bit. So uh, you guys get to look... I don't usually wear hats. So you guys, this is a... Um, you look like a, like a SWAT team guy or something. It's the mustache, man. Yeah. Well, at any rate, uh, the show brought to you, as always, by FrontlineGaming.org, where you can get your tabletop gaming goodies at a discount all the days of the week. And a part of the FLGN, the Frontline Gaming Network of podcasts. It's like we're like the Power Rangers of podcasts now. Morton, you know what? It's, Isn't it FLGPCN? It's just FLGN. Podcast is two words. How do you not know these things? Do you, what do you do all day? I like really long acronyms. That's why. <laughs> FLGPCN. Uh, no, it's yeah. the FLGN, the Front, Frontline Gaming Network. Oh, okay. Because uh, we do more than just podcasting. We do other mm-hmm. forms of medium. But I would say we're actually like Captain Planet. What are the Planeteers? Okay. That's, that's what five we, now? That's what, that's what we become now because... How many Planeteers were there? Was there six? Earth, uh, wind, fire, uh, ocean. And then heart. Heart. <laughs> The young kid, he had the monkey pet, right? Yeah. yeah. Oh, that was a good show. I th- the only way heart would be useful at all is if you could... Uh, heart was like human emotion, right? It was it like was, the power of of emotions. It was yeah. silly, yeah. Uh, but at any rate, the FLGN has become sort of like the Planeteers in that we've brought together a group of of amazingly talented people and then Jason is heart. Really? I would think I'm rock. <laughs> Why? solid okay. pablo's fire because he's a spicy latin because he's a temper commentator he does yeah. have a temper as well yeah i guess no mariana would be heart okay yeah and then I can else, be, what's val val would be val would be brains yeah who was the smart guy who was the smart guy i don't i got it well know. no it wouldn't be val 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 nobody is, was a smart guy val is no. color color commentary it'd be peter would be the brains of the operation oh, that's right val's not super smart <laughs> Hopefully he's listening. Yeah, sure. <laughs> I guess I'll be Captain Planet just and then by default. We have, and then we have a new, there's a new member, right? Yeah, we do. Mr. Nick Brown. Yep. So yeah. we wanted to, to give a warm welcome to the newest member of the FLGN. It's a podcast featuring the one and only Nick Nonavati and John Damaris. Uh, and I hope it's Damaris, not Damaris. If it is, I apologize. But uh, John, uh, many of you might have known him from Muse on Minis, which is a very popular yep. um, 
uh, War Machine uh, podcast that went for many, many years. And so John is back with Nick, and they put out a new podcast called The Art of War. Their pilot episode just went live a couple days ago. And the, the concept of the show is that it's two podcasts. Every episode is, is actually two casts. Uh, one of them is behind a paywall. So just to be upfront about that. Um, but you don't have to subscribe. The first part of the podcast is a complete show unto itself. The second part of it is going into further detail um, for people who are going to really want to go into the nitty gritty of on the topic. And the first episode features the one and only Mr. Frankie Giampapa. Ooh. And they do a deep dive into Gene Sealer Colt. And again, the first episode, they talk about, you know, how to play it, et cetera, et cetera. And in the second part of it, uh, they talk about uh, specific stuff like when uh, Frankie is, how, what's his strategy against uh, certain top uh, medalists, et cetera. So it's ultra specific on the second part of it. Um, but again, you don't have to pay. It's just there if you want that extra level of depth uh, of information. And the first part of it is a complete show unto itself. So uh, we're happy to have him. Yeah. Nick obviously is an expert. He's the most winning 40K player in the history of the game. In terms of winning big events, he's won more than anybody else. So he certainly knows what he's talking about. Frankie is a very good Gene Circle player. And John is there with color commentary and also to discuss uh, the topic from the perspective of somebody who is not an expert. So he's going to ask questions that maybe uh, two people who are experts on the topic wouldn't mm -hmm. breeze past because yeah. there's an assumption of knowledge. John's going to help bring that sort of non-expertise to it to help make sure everything is explained fully. So, Yeah. That makes sense. I'm a little insulted they didn't ask me to be their first guest. Well, what would you be an expert on? Green Knights. Green Knight Terminators. Green Knight Terminators. I, I stepped into that what one. What an amazing first episode that would be. And then that would be the paywall one. <laughs> Behind the paywall, they're like, you dummy. Do you want to learn? <laughs> Thanks for the money, chunk. Do you want to learn how to play Grey Knights? <laughs> well, pay we know. Five bucks and we'll let you know. And then the answer is just like, you don't play Grey Knights. <laughs> That is like the, um, the, the Animal Planet videos, like the, the most dangerous predator is humans. You're like, God, dang it. <laughs> you got me again. Got me again, Animal Planet. Yeah. Uh, so, of course, make sure to check that out. And now on the FLGN, we have some really, really great, great content. Obviously, besides Signals, we have um, uh, Chapter Tactics, which is one of the most popular. It is the most popular competitive 40K podcast mm -hmm. uh, that we are aware of. Very good show. And uh, 40K Stats Center with... The Falcon and Val, which mm -hmm. is an awesome show. The last episode was great. They do a deep dive into the uh, ETC. So make sure to check nice. that out if you want some more ETC content to interview a bunch of people on the show and stuff. So good content, and we're really excited to see the FLGN grow. But in other news, uh, if you want to help keep Frontline Gaming in business and you want to pick up some of the new cool Space Marine goodies, this week's pre-order from Games Workshop is the new Invictus Tactical War Suit or whatever the hell it's called. Mm-hmm. It's the one from the Matrix movies. The Matrix, I it did the <laughs> Matrix or uh, Avatar. No, was, somebody somebody found and I. It does actually. The the Matrix is a better. That looks really similar. Well, no, I don't know if this was a Photoshop. I don't think it was. Somebody found a um, like a Bionicle model. Is that that's the that was the same the Transformers kind of thing for kids? The exact same thing. Eh. Like like literally. So I, I mean I maybe it was Photoshop. I don't think it was, but um, and hopefully Games Workshop's not listening, but. <laughs> There's only so it's many ways. It's very similar to a lot of different vehicles. It's growing on me. I When I first saw it, I was not a fan because I'm just like, they already have dreadnoughts. You know, This like, isn't what? a dreadnought. It's no, a tactical war suit, bro. I get, it. I get it. But the frame is too <laughs> so similar. Yeah, whatever. 
I mean, it clearly is based off of the original. But it thing. is growing on me. Like, I like the fact that it's it's holding a heavy bolter, yeah. like a pistol. That's it's kind of cool. cool. And the flamethrower looks boss. And the weapons, it's good in the game. Yeah. So. And it's really good in the game. You can uh, infiltrate with it and do all kinds of. Yeah. There's all kinds of. And if you want like a whole like uh, Phobos Marine type style army, it would look cool. It would. There. You know, the rule of cool wins out. Here, it so. always does. I love it. I'm I'm slowly coming around. Not with the helmetless option though, because that is kind of silly. That never has made sense to me. The sergeant's like, "Go, boys!" And he's just like, "No helmet." I'm always thought that that's what sergeants just don't wear helmets. Like they didn't get issued helmets. <laughs> like they were tough. You know, when I first got on this when I was like 14, I'm like, why is that guy not wearing a helmet? I always prefer the no helmet look because I like, aesthetically, I like the way it looks. Yeah. But piloting a giant robot suit and is he just eyeballing it? Like, how is he well, aiming the gun? the same the gu- through every single... How is he aiming the gun? Every single race is the same. Like, guardsmen, he's, king... He's like, guardsmen he's like I think I'm aiming at it. Yeah, why not? Let's just shoot. <laughs> maybe like a neural network. He's got it's eye- like plugged in. It's like the... um. He's got. He's just. He's just giving it. They his plugged best it in the Matrix when they did plug in, right? And they have. Weren't they like exosuits that they like plug no, into their sockets? I don't remember. But those were cool though. They were cool when those came out in the movie, and they're like shooting that breach. Yeah. Yeah, oh, that was cool. I like how in the Matrix, so the the bad guy robots were all melee. I was like, don't yeah. just shoot like a virus. They need like a laser. Just beam. shoot like a virus yeah. or something or radiation into the. And they had cutter the, beams. Yeah. They got through the holes. Anyways, you yeah. know they just announced the fourth movie. Matrix. Uh huh. Really? Yeah. Send me the link to that. All the same uh, stars are coming back. I it'll be interesting what they do because yeah. they pretty much closed the chapter. I thought it was resolved. And you can't really do a prequel because it wouldn't matter. Well, they did the Animatrix, which tells a lot more of the <clears throat> and story. They, and they did stories based off the support characters. Yep. Too, which were really cool. The Animatrix so, is amazing for anybody who's a fan. But uh, yeah, all the info just I think yesterday it hit. But yeah, Keanu Reeves looks like he's back in, of course. That's awesome. And, um, the the female lead, I forgot her name. But, yeah. Yeah. That's great. So at any rate, if you want to pick up some of these new goodies or just talk about uh, the Matrix movies. We could. You could come do that at Frontline Gaming, discounted prices and free shipping options. Pretty cool. Yeah, that does look good. Also, Frontline Gaming is putting out the Clarion Call. We're looking for new content producers. Some of our uh, old standby writers are taking a break. As you know, they just that's just the way life goes. Some of our guys have been writing with us for years mm-hmm. and they had a kid or a career change or whatever the case may be. <clears throat> and so we are looking for new content creators. Uh, our bread and butter is articles. So writers um, are, are specifically what we're looking for, but we're open to anything. If you make, uh, you can make funny 40K comedy videos, whatever, yeah. right? Uh, if you're out there and you're maybe been curious about producing content, it's something that you've thought about doing, or maybe you already do, and you're looking to build your audience, this is a golden opportunity to get out there and make, uh, kind of fulfill that dream. And just as an example, my uh, you know career, so to speak, in content produ- producing or production started this exact same way, uh, Bell of Lost Souls, I don't know, 15 years ago at this point put out a call for new content producers and uh, I answered it. And that was how I got going in this whole kind of industry. Yeah. And uh, that's what led me to start the frontline gaming blog, et cetera. Uh, Cause I'd been doing it for years for somebody else. So uh, if you're out there and you'd, you'd like to contribute, maybe it's something you'd like to do very seriously, or it's just something you'd like to do. That's how we all part got started time. here. Yeah. I started by writing articles. You did? Before I was, uh, I came in and joined the company. You did. You started writing hilarious one of the most popular articles we ever had on our blog mm-hmm. was Blood Angels Hot or Not. 
which That's was a right. which was a, a comedy. I ranked post the characters based by on how, how how good looking they were, <laughs> but people didn't get it. No, and like the the comments are comedy gold. They're like, "You're an idiot." Yeah, <laughs> I don't know who was first. Obviously, it was Sanguinius. Yeah, Sanguinius was the biggest honk. No, I think it was uh, Tycho. Death Company. I don't know. That was a long time. That was like five years ago. But that article was so popular for so long. Yeah. Uh, at any rate, there's a form. There's a link on the site. Uh, just go ahead, click it. You can either go to the blog post or to the, there's a, a post on this specific topic on Frontline Gaming. Fill out the application, and we will take a look at what you got. If we think it's a good fit, we'll let you know. And then for people that do write original articles for Frontline Gaming. Um, the, you do get store credit mm -hmm. as well. Some of our more prolific writers write themselves a new army every year. Yes. Um, so I always thought it would be a good idea for somebody to do an article series based on like the absurdity of seventh edition and just remembering, bringing back oh. some of those concepts I mean, and like, remember this and people would be like, Oh my God, people forget. I forget all the time about seventh edition. You literally and somebody will bring it up. They'll be like, remember when, uh, those tau vehicles could fly on and shoot drones and fly off on their own turn. I was like, yeah, that was stupid. That was, that was like a real thing. You're, yeah. you're triggering me, actually. <laughs> like, but that would be great art. So if somebody wanted to do something like that, I think it would be really great. Yeah, we, we're looking to like kind of like spread our wings a little bit with this because um, our bread and butter has always been tactics articles, mm -hmm. like very much nuts and bolts, doing reviews or talking about how to be better at the game. Yeah. And that's sort of what Frontline Gaming is known for. But we're, we're open-minded to seeing what other, you know, kind of creative content everybody out there is looking at doing yep so go ahead and fill that out if that's something you're interested in uh pursuing so itc news and updates of course if you like the itc you like what it's about you think it's been positive for your hobby experience consider supporting it via the patreon you can do so for as little as one dollar a month 100 percent of the proceeds go back into the itc the reason we started the patreon was because it became a big financial burden. It was costing us many tens of thousands of dollars a year to run the ITC. And that came off straight out of the business's profit. Mm -hmm. uh, and it really started to be something that we were like, oh, is this something we can even continue to do? Mm -hmm. uh, so everybody that does support us via the Patreon, we extremely appreciate it. And it helps to keep things sustained. And then uh, as it grows, uh, it opens up doors for cool things we can do in the future. Yeah, super helpful. It it, we, it was becoming a major. Yeah, I mean, and people, yeah. it, it was yes. It was for something that we don't we didn't charge for. It was taking up at least one person's entire day. Yeah, for the whole which week, which is hard. I mean, if we're already a small company, you know, so yeah, so it's super. It does help quite a bit, guys. So yeah, if you can, just covering like server fees and stuff. Mm -hmm. it, it, it's massively helpful. So we have a ton of forty k events coming up this weekend. Uh, curiously, though, there's no GTS or majors this weekend. That's very strange. This is the first weekend we've seen all year where this is the case, mm -hmm. if my memory serves correctly. But there's like 25 RTTs. So get out there, uh, take a look at the calendar, support your local scene, get your points, have some fun. Nice. All over the world. There's, all uh, over the world. We've in Germany. Yep. A couple in Canada. Like yep. No, it's like the only continents right now, mm -hmm. the only continent we don't, you can't play an ITC event is Antarctica. Right, because China yeah. now has a couple. In right? Africa too, yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, no, Asia's going crazy right now. We're getting more and more events. South America, there's... We should try to get my buddy who runs that, uh, the one game store in Korea to do an ITC event. We should. It's called Orktown. If you guys go to Orktown, if you listen to this, talk to Jude. He's the owner. Yeah, I mean... That'd be cool. What I mean, in Thailand, you know, Malaysia, yeah. mainland China, lots of Japan. 
it's just all over the place. It's a, it's a blast. Yeah, super easy to do too. So yeah, and we have a couple more uh, Age of Sigmar events coming up in the end of the month here of August. So again, no GTs or majors, but you can get out there and support your local scene, get your points, and have some fun. So let's take a look at the 40k ITC current top five. Uh, Mr. Jim Vessel won the Capital City Bloodbath. Okay. So he just keeps stacking up his victories. He's on, I mean, he's on the hunt. He's like, I'm. my year is dedicated to this. He's like, yeah. sorry, job. I'm sorry. Yeah, I don't know what he does because he's been traveling all over the place to these events. But like like we were talking about, in, in uh, I think I was talking about it on Chapter mm-hmm. Tactics, uh, when a player kind of like smells victory, like when they're having their, their hot year, mm-hmm. you see them really go all out. To, to go to these events and to maximize their odds mm-hmm. of success. Um, we saw that last year with, with Brandon Grant, um, you know, in the years previous with Nick, Nanavati. When, when, a, when a player smells like, oh, okay, I'm in the hunt, uh, they really go for it. And mm-hmm. you've, you've seen that quite a bit with Jim and TJ Lanigan, who's in second place. Uh, Manny Chima from yeah, the UK. I mean, this has been like the big, like, uh, what is it? Mark McGuire, Sammy Sosa. The Bash Brothers, yeah, yeah. yeah. no, was, uh, going, they're both going for the home run record. Jose Canseco, no, no, he wasn't in it that year. Oh, okay. but it was, it was, uh, it was Sammy Sosa and Mark McGuire. Interesting sidetrack. Mark McGuire had he went to my high school and graduated, and he wouldn't give any credit to our school, Damien High School, for any. So like Sammy Sosa, like they would like ask him, like, oh, did you play in high school? And like he would not talk about our school at all because when he went to our school, he didn't want to play baseball. He wanted to play football, and they made him play baseball. <laughs> and so he he had a grudge against my high school for the rest of his life. I just remember that because when he was going through it, we were like, "He's a Damien alumni," and he wouldn't even like. Yeah, it was really funny. Anyways, that made me think that this is a real battle. That's what I'm trying to say. <laughs> okay. Yes. Between two heavy hitters. Those are those are long winded uh, sports analogies. I'm sorry. <laughs> I just it did, bringing that up made me remember that, and I, it was so funny at the time because I was there when it was happening. Everyone was so butthurt. But. Let's, let's pour you another cup of coffee and mm. see what other magic you can come up with That's here. A few buddy. more cups, yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm kidding. That was a good one. Okay. Speaking of which, I just went to my 20 year high school reunion, and I, I I had to go down to the school, and one of my school records is still there. Did you try to do it again? <laughs> You're like, be, hold on, I, put on your suit. I would and, yeah. die. I wouldn't even fit into my old track yeah, but uniform. Yeah, but it'd be funny. So but I had to go. I had to go down yeah, and take a picture. Belly shirt. I had to go to <laughs> the dad bod it's would like really, would, yeah, really the, the skin tight track uniform really accentuates the dad bod. It's like when Al Bundy showed up with his high school uniform on, and it didn't fit. Yeah. But I did have to go take a picture of uh, one of my, one of my high school records still stands twenty years, nice. twenty one years later. You were quite the athlete. I, I mean, was. I'll I was. You, I'll give you that. I was athlete of the year, all that yeah. stuff, but not not now. Uh, at any rate, let's uh, let, let's talk about these tabletop gaming these athletes. Yeah, these guys. These yeah. are the real athletes yeah. here, not Sammy Sosa. <laughs> let's talk about these guys. So in fourth place, we have Matthew Ali has jumped up. Oh wait, we missed Manny Chima. We talked about Manny Chima. Did we? Yeah, and, again. and a big congratulations to them too. They they won the ETC England, smashed it. Mm. Uh, but they did have Nick Nonavati, a little bit of that brown magic. That is, it's just the way it I'll is. I'll hide my. It's 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 FIFA style. My views on that. Uh, and then uh, in fifth place is the man himself, Nick Nonavati. Mm-hmm. And you know what? We're gonna throw a big shout out to our boy, Jeff Robinson. I noticed still that in the he's top still 10. in the top ten. Still in the top ten. God, he had a year. It's gonna be sad when he's not, but it's inevitable. Oh, yeah, he was having his best man. year ever. Uh, and let's take a look at the 40K ITC Hobby Track Top 5. Uh, first place, we have Jim Vessel, which we've said it every every week, but very impressive yeah. that it's top in both. Well done. Uh, Paul Winters is in second place. 
Uh, Lou Rollins, I would call him the nicest man in 40K Look painting. Look how close this is by 0. 0.05. 0. 0.05 difference between Paul Winters and Lou Rollins. Mm -hmm. uh, fourth place, we have Thomas Bird. And fifth, we have Jason Bird. I wonder if they're brothers. Maybe. That's, uh, that's interesting. Do you think there's collusion? The Bird brothers? We need to get Nick Hayden on this. Larry Bird, yeah. There might be collusion going on. Yeah, someone call Tasty Tase. Get him on the case. The blood of kittens on this. Yeah, we need uh, <laughs> we need an expose on this. Put his press hat on. Hot topic. Age <laughs> uh, of Sigmar current ITC top five. Ooh, the French overlord has been dethroned. This has been back and forth all year. It, there's crazy. been a lot of action here. James O'Brien is the new Who's sheriff in town. Uh, I, I don't, I'm not familiar with this player, but he... Uh, the, the Age of Sigmar event at Wargames Con was a major. He's in the uh, left coast Corsairs. Yeah, he's on the same team as uh, wow. a more, lot of these guys. More collusion. <laughs> You're just looking for it. Uh, but the Age of Sigmar event at uh, Wargames Con had 88 people. It was one of the bigger events in the country. Mm -hmm. And that was our first major, uh, yeah. or our second major of the year, actually. That's what bumped him up. And that was what allowed him to dethrone uh, Jeremy Vessier, who's now in second. However... Yeah. We do have Nova Open coming up on the horizon here, and that's going to nice. also be a major. Nice. So that's going to shake things up tremendously coming down the home stretch before we hit. Yeah, what do we Vegas still Open. have? We still have Nova Open. We have SoCal Open. And uh, the London Grand Tournament. And those are the next three big ones before LBO. SoCal may not uh, be a major, but it's, it's okay. a GT. It's already well into the nice. GT status. But we'll see if we hit major. Okay. Uh, and then, of course... In uh, third place, we have Dutch Adams, mm -hmm. followed by Matt Pashby, who the Jersey kid, like a hot rock dropping. You know, it's because I'm, I'm hassling him for paint commission stuff. <laughs> That's why. I'm like, you better not try The Jersey kid. <laughs> man, somebody call Pony Boy. Tell him he needs to up his game. Yeah. He's uh, he's dropped all the way down to fourth place here. And Maybe then, his wife was like, you know what, dude, you got to stay home this weekend. Well, they do have like 100 kids. Does he? He has a few. Three, I think. Yeah. Uh, and then Paul Jerzeski is in fifth Drzezeki. place. Uh, current ITC uh, hobby track, top five. Rich Waters moves into first place. Uh, he, was dis he has dethroned Matt Beasley, who's dropped into second. Jack Ballard in third. Ricky Fisher in fourth. And Matthias Crucial mm -hmm. in fifth. Let's make sure that um, Nova is doing hobby track. I'm sure okay. Chuck is doing hobby track. He's a big hobbyist. Okay, all right. I'll, I'll ping him just in case. Uh, Shadespire current ITC top five. Tony Field continues to lead the pack, followed by Ivan Cho. Jonathan Colson in third. Philip Santa Maria in fourth. And Kevin Cruz in fifth. And SoCal Open is shaping, shaping up to be a really good Shadespire event. I'm assuming Nova probably is pretty I think it decent is. too, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. L LGT also. And uh, current kill team ITC top five. Michael T. Holy continues to be the front runner, followed by Frank Dalicus, uh, Tyler Hill in third, Ryan Hebb in fourth, Georgie Garnett in fifth. And again, uh, the, the uh, Kill Team not, event. not bad for the first year. No, it's not at all. Yeah. Well, the, the Kill Team event at Nova is very, uh, very popular. And the uh, Kill Team event at oh uh, SoCal Open is going to be quite big. Yeah. Run by Kill Team Stream, which is going to be exciting. They've been putting a ton of effort into that. Uh, CW Dub, 47 month subscription. Thank you so much. Yeah. Uh, Void Wrath. In the chat says, I ran hurdles as well. I'm pretty sure I tried, if I tried to do so now, I'd immediately rip my groin. Oh my God. Yeah. My I like catastrophically injured my ankle by rolling. Yeah. <laughs> my, my school record was in the hurdles. Yeah. And uh, yeah, if I tried to go over a single hurdle right now, the odds of me castrating myself are about 80%. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. <laughs> You'd be bad. That, I mean, like I'm learning now. Like I'm, I'm starting to learn. 
like even though my mind is like you can do this like my body is like at 35 no you can't it's like you can't you cannot move that way did, you can't you... bend your ankle that way you can't move your back that way no <laughs> yeah. slowly learning through injuries yeah I, i've yeah. my workout routine has become much more sustainable we'll call it that way so there you go there's your rankings for the current uh itc all the different tracks that we're tracking currently and congratulations nice. to all the people at the top of the leaderboards so today uh main topic we want to talk about uh white scars people um, are down on it yeah they are down and i wanted to share some some uh information about why they shouldn't be down on it uh I unfortunately, I, I kept getting sidetracked. I didn't have the time to go as deep into this as I wanted to. So we're going to talk about it more next week. Um, I just had too many distractions this morning. It was crazy. Um, you want to go through these first and then? Just if you can pull that up and then we'll, we'll skip back and forth. Okay. Um, so I wanted to talk about white scars because they're, they're, there's a lot to like here. Uh, it's not as doom and gloom as people think. Uh, a lot of people are dismissing them. They're really strong. If you could jump over to my notes really quick, buddy. Uh, and then we'll talk about that. Like I said, I didn't have as much time to dig into this this week, unfortunately, in my prep. Uh, that's on me. But uh, next week, we're going to really uh, give it the depth that it deserves. Today, we're going to talk about some bigger picture stuff. Mm -hmm. So first of all, some of the combos that I think should just obviously jump off the page at you um, when you're looking at potentially playing white scars. So their, their overall ability... Their, their chapter tactics is now that they can leave combat and still charge. They can advance and charge. That's huge. Yeah. Uh, it's really, really good. Uh, and then, of course, bike units can uh, move and fire heavy weapons with no penalty or advance and fire uh, assault weapons with no penalty. Mm -hmm. Also very good. Yeah. So uh, the, the, the big downside is that their, their benefit for going mm -hmm. pure white scars, um, which is the, the extra layer that you get in these supplements, is in the assault doctrine they get plus one damage with melee weapons, which wow. is is it's such a powerful ability. Mm -hmm. But not getting it until turn three means that oftentimes it's going to be it's yeah. you don't you never know right because a lot of times the big turn for damage is turn one and two, and right. and later in the game you just don't have a lot left. Right. So that's definitely a downside, and I think what you'll see is maybe you're going to splash uh, White Scar's detachment mm -hmm. into an Imperium army mm -hmm. more frequently than you would with um, with other Space Marines. Again, if you do that, though, you lose doctrines all uh, the Doctrines altogether. Right. Uh, however, with White Scar's, because of the, the way they're set up, you're more likely to do that than with other mm -hmm. Space Marines. Other Space Marines want to be pure Space Marines. <clears throat> so uh, that's something to bear in mind. But if you do want to go pure White Scar's, there's a lot to like. Yeah, and I mean, like, Yes, the waiting till turn three for that extra bonus to your assault could be bad, but I think if you're playing a lot of um, assault marines where you have the ability to hold them back and then say on turn three I'm going to drop and then there's a lot of charge bonuses that they get, um, I don't think it's such a bad thing. I really think you're going to see slowly a lot of these white scars lists with a ton of assault marines. It's just especially with that advance and charge. Yeah. You know, it's, it's interesting that you say that because I think a lot of people would immediately... Looked at that, the assault marines are definitely the benefit the most mm -hmm. from all the various Just benefits. Just basic assault marine, like with a chainsword and a pistol. Because they all can. Of a sudden you get a rend one, right? On turn three. On turn three. And, and two then damage. Two damage. Yeah. For let's say you do ten, you give your sergeant like a power fist or a thunder hammer or something. Well, they can. The the jump back lets you leave combat, mm -hmm. and you can still shoot and charge. They can advance and charge. Yeah. So the white scars are ludicrously fast. So even turn two, like if you came down, right? You charge. You don't get that extra damage bonus, but you do get. Um, oh no, you do get the extra damage, so you don't get the extra rend, but then on your turn you fall back, 
and then you charge again, and, and it's just a, it's a one-two. Yeah. And that second one, the one-two is a jab hook, and that hook's just going to knock him out. You just, the sports analogy. You like it just, today? I know. It's the mustache. Coming on. <laughs> it's you look like manly. one of my old football coaches, actually. So the, the, the white scars, I think the, the key, if you want to play mm-hmm. uh, pure white scars, <laughs> is that you want to build kind of a well-rounded list, mm-hmm. right? If, if you go all out assault, you're not really going to get as much of a benefit. I think you want to take, you want to splash in a couple of really powerful assault units. And in my experience, one of the best things I found in it was veteran intercessors. Mm-hmm. And if you take them with Primaris Con, the only a Con on a bike is now just like a generic like HQ choice. You can take multiples of them. Con himself, Corsoro Con, got the Primaris treatment. He's on foot, which I know everybody's complaining about. Totally makes sense. Why is he not on a bike? Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but now what he does allow you to do is ludicrous. He gives people around him who heroically intervened or charged plus one to wound. That's one of the most powerful abilities right. in the game. So uh, in my experience, if you run Primaris Con mm-hmm. with a big unit of veteran intercessors, like in a repulsor, mm-hmm. each veteran intercessor has three attacks. Right. So four on the charge with shock assault, or on, not even on the charge, on the first mm-hmm. round of combat. <clears throat> if you do that with Con, now all of a sudden they get plus one to wound. Mm-hmm. And if you take their, uh, their relic banner, it's called the Banner of the Eagle. It gives everybody within six inches plus one strength. Mm-hmm. So against T4 or lower targets, your veteran intercessors are going to be wounding on twos. Right. That's ridiculous. Wounding knights on fives. Fours, though, right? Because they get a plus one to wound? Yeah, yeah, you're right. You'd be wounding a knight on a four. With all those attacks, plus re-rolling ones because con. Yeah, re-rolling ones to hit. Um, Damage would be damage two each. On the third turn. On a third turn. And AP1. No, you would obliterate a knight on yeah. the third turn with that Just unit. with a 10-man unit of yeah. intercessors. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. It's ludicrous. So what I found is that you take the veteran intercessors, you put them in a repulsor, either make room to put in Khan, the banner bearer, a primaris apothecary. And again, if you're a space marine player and you're not using an apothecary, you are doing it wrong. Mm-hmm. The apothecary is so good. Uh, I, I can't stress that enough. But you can take... Um, the Space El Camino, if you wanted for the characters, if you want to go the full 10-man unit, or however you want to do it. They could even run up the table on foot behind mm-hmm. it. Quite frankly, it's, it's not that difficult to keep up because they're so quick. Um, but that unit, I found, in, in, in not only for White Scars, in a lot of the uh, different chapters, that's like the core unit of ass-kicking amazingness for Space Marines. Primaris Intercessors and a Repulsor, mm-hmm. just really, really good, solid. Yeah, really solid. And then again, the repulsor is going to benefit from the Devastator Doctrine on turn one because it has a ton of heavy weapons that the additional AP is amazing, right? That's It's really yeah. good. And I think it also all, it didn't get penalized for moving and shooting, right? Because it's a special rule that it had. Uh, the, the, some chapters ignore that. White cards right. do not. But I thought I think the repulsors just do. I think they have like a, a ignore the might. penalty. Yeah. I can't remember off the top so of my head. Really, it's such a good transport tank. Yeah, it's it's a solid vehicle. Yeah. And can um, it fit? It can fit ten in con. It can. Nice. No, it, it can fit ten total. Got it. Yeah. Okay. So that that's just a great combo right there, right? Um, really effective. The repulsor is very effective. It delivers the unit. Uh, wise cars have a stratagem that lets them get out of a transport vehicle after it moves. Now they can't charge, mm-hmm. but if you're in a situation where you want to move up, get out, and then you use the vet the intercessor stratagem to turn your uh, bolt rifles into rapid fire two, now you have 40 shots plus all the shots from the repulsor, it's devastating, right? You can clear all of your opponent's screens, mm-hmm. basically kind of pave the road for the rest of the units in your army because 
Uh, white scars really benefit mini Marines the most, more than, than Primaris, although they're, they're quite good with Primaris. Um, that's kind of like set the stage for the other things that are going to be coming from your army, mm -hmm. right? And in my experience, the way to take the most advantage of the assault, uh, the benefit from the assault doctrine, you take something like a unit of 10 Vanguard vets, mm -hmm. keep them off the table until turn three. You might need them to come in earlier, but just kind of, if you really want to play to the strength of it, keep them off the table until turn three, uh, have them deep strike in. Um, you have, uh, 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 it's a relic, it's called the, the plume, I have it in my notes here, uh, plume of the planes runner. And it's a six inch bubble. You add one to advance and charge rolls, right? Nice. And then there's a psychic power called um, uh, Ride the Storm. Where did I put it in my notes? Pardon me. Yeah, Ride the Winds. And that gives you plus two inches to your advance and charge rolls, mm -hmm. right? And then there's another relic. It's called Mantle of the Storm Seer that gives you plus one to cast White Scar's psychic powers, right? So you take the White Scar's librarian, uh, you give him the Mantle of the Storm Seer. You take another character, maybe a captain, uh, a con on a bike mm -hmm. for, for uh, as a possibility. You give them, uh, or, a, or a, a captain with a jump pack, and you give them the plus one to advance and charge. So now when that unit of Vanguard Vets comes down, it's only a six inch charge out of reserves. It's mm -hmm. extremely reliable. And Ride the Winds is warp charge six with the, ability, with the, the, the relic, it goes to a five. Uh, that's extremely likely that you're gonna successfully cast it. Now, a Vanguard Vet unit coming out of reserves with a six-inch charge, the odds of making it are very good. Uh, and there's other things you can do to modify it. Use a CP, reroll, whatever mm -hmm. the case may be. <clears throat> and you can throw in some Storm Shields in that unit. Uh, they're only two points. That unit's hyper-durable. And then they go in, and then you've got uh, uh, AP1, two damage, chainsword attacks, as many as five per model uh, or four mm -hmm. on the charge if you take the Storm Shield. And that's an amazing unit that's going to just thunder punch somebody from out of reserves. And it's taking advantage of all this stuff you've got going on, mm -hmm. right? First turn, your Primaris Marines clearing screens, kind of paving the road. Uh, turn three, you've got the, 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 the death blow yeah. unit coming <clears throat> in. Uh, and another one, another combo that I personally found to be very good was just attack bikes uh, with heavy bolters. Mm -hmm. They're very cheap for White Scars. Uh, they can move and shoot. They're heavy bolters with no penalty. On the first turn, your heavy bolters are, are AP2. On the second turn, your uh, twin link bolters are AP1. And then on the third turn, you're going into combat and doing um, lots of damage. Mm -hmm. That's another unit that can fly around the table, shooting, clearing screens, grabbing objectives. And it's cheap, it's dirt cheap, mm -hmm. very effective. Yeah, with like 30 points, something like that, 35 they're, points. They're so yeah. cheap, yeah. And with white, that's a unit you wouldn't normally take, but with white scars, they're really good. Mm -hmm. There's no penalty for moving and shooting. And their shooting has been considerably uh, upgraded. Yeah, it's it's really really good. Um, uh, one of the other combos in there, this knife, it's pretty dang obvious. So Khan on a bike, uh, basically he's a captain on a bike, extremely good. Yeah. On the charge, he has a power fist with a spear that has no minus one to hit. Mm -hmm. But there's a uh, a relic called the Wrath of Heavens, which is a relic bike mm -hmm. that you can give to Khan on a bike or anybody, any character on a bike. It gives you a 16 inch move and it ignores other models and terrain when you move. It's stupid. Wow. <laughs> it's insane. <laughs> like the guy's just flying around the table at ludicrous, you know, if you ever watched Spaceballs at ludicrous speed. Yeah. And then the, you can advance an automatic six inches, that's a 22 inch move, mm -hmm. and still charge. And then there's relics to let you shoot as well, not that you would want to do that specifically with this unit. Mm -hmm. But you can go 22 inches in charge <laughs> with this guy 
and ignore anybody's screening units, everything. It's crazy. Yeah, that is cool. Yeah, and he hits relatively hard, but where this guy is going to be extremely good is going to assassinate other characters. Uh, if someone's got like an engineer unit, uh, a weak backfield unit, somebody that they think is safe mm -hmm. uh, within you know a building or whatever, this guy is just going to fly in and just smoke stuff. It's incredible. Yeah, it's extremely, extremely, um, extremely good relic. And those are some of the ones that are, that are relatively obvious. And uh, let's jump in chat and see if anybody has any commentary too. The uh, the white scar love, thirty seven point attack bikes. Never mind. Jumbo said, "Yeah, you can yeah. take a repulsor um, with the four plus plus dome." Mm -hmm. uh, yep, indeed. Uh, you could, but you can't fit. You can only fit six. The um, repulsor is the, the the new one. No, that's the I can't remember. That's called the Invictus mm -hmm. Invictor or something like yeah, that. Yeah, but that's the one that gets the port bill. Yeah, that only fits six people. Mm -hmm. um, that one's okay. I mean, you can get out after moving, which is nice. Yeah. But really, with the, if you're going to take the veteran intercessors, you want to go full 10-man unit, in my experience. Yeah. Right? Maybe nine if you want to squeeze Khan in there. But mm -hmm. uh, yeah, you, you, you want to take maximum impact from those stratagems. Mm -hmm. uh, you, you don't want to go just, you know, five if you're going to make them veterans. Yes. In my opinion. And I think, I mean, every Space Marine list at this point that I'm going to be creating, I mean, my three troop choices are two units of um, interceptors, or what are the infiltrators? infiltrators? Two five minis of infiltrators and a 10 man unit of uh, intercessors. And you make them veterans for a, a command point. Yeah. Done. It's just such a good investment. <clears throat> well, yeah. the 10 man intercessor unit, it actually costs two CP now to make them veterans. Oh, is it two? Yeah. But still, I mean. It's it's yeah. it's so good. And then those uh, the infiltrators are so good. Yeah. They're so good for what they do. I mean, you can yep. set them up after deployment. You can create such a bubble of just you are not coming anywhere near this stuff. Yeah. You just, I, I love them. Yeah. They're they're really good. The infiltrators are amazing. Um, I still love scouts. Yeah, they're still one of the best uh, troop units in the game, in my opinion. And uh, eliminators now, especially with the ability to fall back after uh, shooting Overwatch, mm -hmm. uh, you do give up a lot. You give up one of the sniper rifles to do it, but uh, it's still very effective. Mm -hmm. um, Homer Sayer says Ghost Rider bike. Yeah, indeed. Uh, that is cool. It, it, it's such a good. It's such a good relic. Because the thing with white scars, you have to remember too, is like everyone, and myself included, is mm -hmm. focused on. Oh, you want to get to turn three, but they have so many powerful combos on turn one. Yeah. I mean, with White Scars, you can be char you you can charge somebody on the first turn mm -hmm. routinely. Yeah, you take a unit of bikes and that, that captain on the bike with a, a storm shield and that special thunder hammer. We don't will, even will he, tie something up for like a you, while. You don't even have to give him an extra weapon. The yeah. the, the the lance that he comes with is right. really good. Yeah. So you just, I mean, you can turn one, just charge him into something. Yeah. You're like, well, I'm going to hold you for two turns. Exactly. And then the, the cavalry comes in and just wallops. Yeah. It's like, I'm just going to wait till those Vanguard vets deep strike. I mean, you could take little units of bikes to yeah. just go. I'm assuming he can also fall back and recharge. And all that yeah, yeah. Too, they're, 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 all, they're all white cars. Yep. So you're, I mean, you can just have a unit of bikes that goes 20 inches forward and then charges yeah. on the first turn. You could take a big unit of bikes. Um, and, and I've been telling people this too, if you're going to play white scars, uh, scout bike, I don't know why more people don't play scout bikers They're easily, easily one of the best units available space Marines. In my opinion, the one of the best point for point units you can ever get, yeah. but a big unit of, uh, of scout bikers, you fly forward, advance them, use the stratagem to shoot after advancing to full effect. Mm -hmm. Each scout biker has six shots yeah at 12 inches the sergeant has 10 yeah and each scout biker has three attacks on the charge they're so much better than regular bikers mm -hmm. it's absurd so you take a big unit of nine scout bikers they move 16 inches also mm -hmm. they go 22 inches light something up kill their screens wreck them mm -hmm. and then charge 
they're so good and they're cheap as, as chips. Mm -hmm. um, and, and, and that's the thing. If you want to play white scars, that's what you got to be looking at, yeah. right? Uh, applying massive amounts of pressure and then setting it up for your big KO punch when your, your real heavy hitters come in, mm -hmm. you know, fully torqued up with maximum double damage, et cetera. Yeah. Um, GMO Point Paint says, hey, I don't know if someone could help me out, but um, oh, that's a totally different question. Well, but it's still, we can answer it. It's the exact measures are the advertised measures, yeah. measurements. The six by four would be a six foot by four foot. Yeah, and they do vary slightly in size. Maybe like a half an inch here or there sometimes. Not even that but, much usually, yeah. but... It's usually like a quarter of an inch. Mm -hmm. During the manufacturing process, they change shape and size. Mm -hmm. It's nothing we can do about it. Um, let's see, up in the chat, we had someone who brought up. Uh, Rhino Tax Squads. Double O Donut said, for 37 points, attack bikers are the best unit to fill up the brigade uh, yeah, for sure. white scars. For your fast attack slot. Yeah. Want, but I mean, there's so many good fast attack things. Scout bike, I'm telling you, scout bikers, are. it's not even a question. Yeah, you think it, better than basic bikers. Oh, they're yeah. vastly better than a basic biker. It's not Do even... Do they count as fast attack or yeah, elite? It's, it's fast, fast attack. attack. Okay. And the other thing that uh, White Scars have also, and uh, we'll pull it up, is the ability to outflank units, which is really, Ooh. really good. So cool. let's jump into their relics. I want to answer some more questions. Yeah. And people are... Uh, it is confirmed at this point that it is not Kosoro Khan on the bike. It is a Khan on the bike. Yeah, it's just That con. is gone. Khan on the bike. Kosoro Khan on the bike is no longer a thing, yeah. unfortunately. No, no um, premier spikes yet. So they have some amazing stratagems, like born in the saddle, you can advance and um, uh, and still shoot. Nice. Uh, lightning disembarkation, we already talked can about you that. You can just advance up that bike unit you were talking about. Yes. Shoot them. And it's then you're like, now I'm going to charge you. A full unit of scout bikers. It's it's um, nine times six, which is 54. If you have plus, a captain near there, you're like re-rolling your ones to hit. It's 58 yeah. shots from that unit. It's ludicrous. Yeah. And, and plus, on if, it's, if you're shooting those bikes on turn two, your rend one. Yeah. It's really good. <laughs> it's stupid. And then at six inches, uh, one third of their shots are string five because they're shotguns. From what we've seen so far, there's no bad, there's no bad way to play these guys. There. Well, there is. You take a, um, a dreadnought with a multi-melter arm from the black reach, <laughs> assault on black reach. Maybe not the best. Yeah. Um, we'll look at some of the other strategies here too, like Khan's champion. Uh, use this one before the battle. Select one White Scars model from your army that has the word Sergeant in their profile. Uh, oh, that, I'm sorry. Everybody gets that one. That one's, yeah. I, I was thinking of a different one. Uh, my, my Here's dad. that one you are talking about, the lightning deportation. Yeah. Where you can jump out. Um, yeah. And let's jump in back into the chat. I want to answer a couple questions. There are okay. some good ones. Uh, a different tab here. Oops. Here we go. All right. Yeah, we're getting a bunch of uh, questions. Um, yeah, there's a lot of people talking about the, how this interacts with the Vigilus uh, book, you're just gonna have to wait for the FAQ for that. Um, I'm sure uh, Games Workshop Games Workshop will address that. But typically speaking, the newest version of whatever it takes precedent, mm -hmm. right? So a lot of people are, are looking for loopholes with things with veteran intercessions and stuff. Like oh, that. got it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I would think any kind of replacement would be. I mean, again, it's up to the individual TOs, but I would say at least us, we would be like, what's the newest rule? That's the rule. Right? Yep. Yeah. Inky Bone says encirclement and lightning disembarkation turn two make a rhino. An attack squad useful. Um, yeah, I mean, I get you could. Yeah, you could get a, a unit of 10 tactical Marines, put them in a Rhino, drive up, jump out. But honestly, if you want to do something like that, um, just gotta let those just put, them in, Marines put them go. in a drop pod. I mean, it's... I think just let the let them go. Yeah, tactical Marines are... Just shed a tear, like, play a flute. Yep. <laughs> an ocarina. Pack them up, send them to a secondhand shop. Yeah. I mean, if, if you want yeah. to use a tactic like that, you're better off using Stern Guard, which got cheaper. Their special issue bolter is now uh, free. 
and they just they hit dramatically harder. They have a, a stratagem that gives them plus one to wound with their bolt, especially your bolter, say P two. It's just it's just better. Uh, if you want to if you want to play like that, if you want to use that type of a strategy uh, instead of a rhino where you have to spend a CP, put him in a drop pod, you know, and you can drop him down on turn one and light somebody up. It's it's extremely good. Uh, what do you think about? Oops, cool scrolling up, missed one. <clears throat> Every space, uh, double donut says every space marine list that he's doing ends up being a ton of small units, like 30 drops or more. Yeah. Space Marines are, are an MSU army for sure. Uh, the only unit I ever take in my space Marine armies is a full unit of intercessors, mm -hmm. which I almost always take because they really want to be a full size unit. And then I sometimes take a full size unit of stern guard because they're really, really, they hit extremely hard, mm -hmm. especially now that you can throw them in a drop hog and come down on turn one. It's very good. Right. Um, Krypton Man, uh, Krypton 2 says Master of Snares is going to wreck some, uh, wreck some flyers. It can, yeah. So Master of Snares is a Warlord trait available to the White Scars. And on a four up, if you're engaged in combat with somebody, they can't leave combat. It's mm -hmm. very, very, uh, it's very <clears> good. <throat> Uh, that, that's one of the warlord. That's one of the more appealing warlord traits available to the white scars. The other one I really like is plus one to. I think it's hit and wound for the warlord against vehicles and monsters. Mm -hmm. uh, that's extremely good. If you have a smash captain with a thunderhammer, which are going to be less popular now because the thunderhammer is more expensive. Yeah. But hitting on twos, rerolling ones, and then wounding on threes mm -hmm. uh, is really good. Now, if you're near con, you're going to be hitting on twos, wounding on twos. Right. You you're know, gonna kill. You'll D6, kill a knight by you. You the D6 single smash one, captain yeah. right on turn three at least. Uh, and then it would be four damage flat on turn three. Nice. Like yeah. a single smash captain can kill a knight with white scars, mm -hmm. right? Because hitting on twos, wounding Four on knights. twos. Stop giving people this advice. Because <laughs> you have five attacks, yeah. and then you know you can attack even after dying or with honor the chapter. So you can have no matter what. If you charge the knight, you're getting ten thunder hammer attacks. Yeah. Hitting on twos, wounding on twos, you're killing that knight. If it's turn three, it's four damage. AP four doesn't even get a save, mm -hmm. right? So there's a lot to like in the white scars, but you just got to kind of go past that initial, um, you know, trepidation. Like, oh, they don't get full strength until mm -hmm. turn three. You just play them differently. Yeah, you just got to look to yeah. to play to their strengths. Um, it, they're, like a melee, they're a melee yeah. army, and then you got to play to that that strength. Uh, start green stuffing some. Skirts onto your tag squads and use them as stern guard. There you go. Skirts? Oh, I guess they all have kind of like their little decorations. Do what you can. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Homer Sayer jokes, drop pod sales are up 200%. That's mm -hmm. true. Every single drop pod we had in the secondhand shop was gone almost instantaneously. Yeah. Yep. Gone. Yep. Yep. After several years of not selling a single one. Uh, C. Irons. Why don't you? Uh, no, we respond very promptly if they're. Mm -hmm. I mean, it if if we get this goes for the paint service as well. If we get like a quote, it depends. Like if we there's a weekend or something and we get like a hundred quotes, it's you know it does sometimes take a little time to get back. The, the, we're very responsive. There's a chance that your email might have gone into the spam yeah, folder. Yeah, go ahead, or something like just that. resend it. Yep, and um, all caps. Yep, <laughs> not all caps. <laughs> yeah, just uh, shoot that email again, and we'll be, make sure yeah. uh, to get back to you. Um, and then let's jump back over to the codex and take a look at some of the more, um, there's a couple other yeah. uh, <clears throat> that I wanted to uh, mention. Uh, we already covered some of the, the standout stratagems to be able to uh, advance and charge, mm -hmm. advance and shoot, uh, all kinds of good stuff in there. Somebody can move twice 
and then advance. That, that was the other one I was looking That's for. That's pretty good. Yep. So uh, two CP stratagem win swift for the White Scars. Uh, use it in your movement phase after White Scars unit from your army moves. This unit can move a second time and it has to advance, but it cannot shoot or charge. Uh, that is a game winning stratagem. Again, like let's say you have uh, like a solo attack bike, <clears throat> mm -hmm. right? Hanging out. He's been uh, covering objectives for you, just kind of doing his thing. Uh, if you're coming up to the uh, a turn where you need to get hold more or at the end of the game, whatever the case may be, you need to get recon. Having the ability to move that quickly, that's a 40-inch move. If it's a scout bike unit, it's a 44-inch mm -hmm. move. That's in, that's ludicrous, right? You're like whatever objective you need on the table is is yours, right? It's it's super, super useful. And I think that's one of the, the strengths of the White Scars is looking for these kinds of combos mm -hmm. uh, if you do want to, to, to make them oh work. Oh, my God. Go ahead. The Shigorian, um Thunderbolts for one CP. If you charge the unit that you charge, you roll a D6 for each uh, model in that squad on a six, it severs a mortal one. Um, and is it every model that within one model inch? model in that unit. That's what you can Oh, for, from within one inch of one of your models. It's okay. It's, it's for every model that literally makes it within an inch right. of an enemy unit. Um, they take a, a, a That's still pretty. On the pretty roll of funny. a six? No, it's not good. I don't know. It's pretty funny. <laughs> Why? I don't know. It's, that's like one of those ones that you just do. You're like, oh my God, I got a kill. And it's like no. your character. That one it's like, on God a, dang it. It's on a six. It's, it's, it's actually really like, bad. All right. Oh man. I love those little ones that like never work. And then it does stupid stuff like that where it kills like you have one moon left and you're captain or something. Yeah. I mean, I can see it. I, I don't know. Yeah. You, you might use it. Yeah, on, like the guy has like, you know, third edition rhinos. Yeah. He's just like laughing. He has little flags on his vehicles you love creating a narrative you love this. forging yeah, these narratives i do um <clears throat> indeed we'll jump back into chat there and uh answer some more questions he's playing with his dad on the weekend yeah he's when he's when they're playing uh, uh some lord of the rings lord of the rings coming in hot mm. mm -hmm. yeah no that that, that strategy is actually really bad i don't know why you brought that one up uh, i don't know i thought it was funny inky bones the point mm -hmm. increases thunder hammers is fair i thought it was a little egregious but um you know what? It's still one of the better we better weapon options. I think what you'll see now is the uh, relic chain sword that's available, the uh, Teeth of Terra. That thing is amazing, amazing. A flat three extra attacks, AP two, two damage plus one strength. It's so good. A captain on the charge has eight attacks, mm -hmm. and then again, if you're a white scar on turn three, you're doing flat three damage, AP three. Oh it's God. better than a thunder hammer at that point because of the raw number of. Uh, of attacks uh swaggia says can you talk about raven guard no i can't yet um, the, the supplement will be coming out at some point we'll see yeah. um I, i'll put it this way raven guard are the most appealing to me and, and we'll, we'll talk about that in depth as to the as to the why uh inky bone says oh that thank you for bringing that one up strike for the heart is a d6 plus six inch consolidate for the bikes that's a stratagem it's yeah. it's amazing it's amazing for white scars when you go in uh, like your big unit of scout bikers hits a screen unit, kills them, and then piles into another unit way behind them. Mm -hmm. Very, very good. Uh, I'd rather use the uh, stratagem for assault marines. That's at least on a five plus is double O donut. Yeah, all of those impact hit stratagems are not that great, to be quite frank. They're just not. Um, I just love those ones because people, who, like casual players, like love them. And then that happens and they get so excited. They're like, I killed it. Yay. Rad Bully <laughs> says, Jason, how the hell did you know that I have old rhinos in my Middle Earth game room? Because everyone does. Yeah. Yeah. 
Indeed. So uh, again, guys, I apologize that we didn't have an opportunity to dive further into this topic. Yeah, we gave people enough to work with. And this was kind of a 30,000 feet above talking about some ideas. Next week, we're really going to deliver the goods on this. On this one or Ultraman? No, we'll do White Scouts because we didn't have a chance to give it the, the, the depth that I wanted to. Oh, okay. I just literally, I, I could not. Nobody cares about Ultraman. I couldn't write two sentences in a row without being interrupted. It was nonstop. That, those, that happens, though. Yeah. Um, when so, are we going to do the Grey Knights? Com comprehensive. Mm, here it is. Take Terminators. All Terminators. It's a troop choice. Don't forget. Yeah. Okay. All Grey Knight Terminators. <clears throat> oh, and by the way, too, for people that were tripping out, Grey Knights still do get um, Bolter Joe. They I, I stand by that they changed the wording in their PDF because it literally was not included. Everyone in the comment sections were exploding about how they took it away from Green Knights. And then all of a sudden, all those comments disappeared. And then in that PDF, they included Green Knights in the part where it said they get it. Well, it was already... Because I was laughing about it, that like, hey, we got a plus one attack at least. They were, they yeah. already had been given it in a previous... Uh, yeah, Boulder Drill. But what can... happened then, in the PDF initially didn't say... It said all the other chapters, but it didn't say Green Knights. Well, now it does. Yeah. So if you're a Green Knight player... Do not fret. You still get bolt to drill and you get the you do. Plus that would have been well. pretty bad. I, that would have been like mine. You would have been like, why? Like, what? Yeah. I've been paying winning, winning too. That guy in Australia is just winning too many tournaments <laughs> with his three the, land raiders. The one. Yeah. The one Grey Knight victory mm -hmm. in a GT level event. He's a uh, hero. He is. He's, He's a hero. The master. I agree. Uh, let's answer some more questions before we wrap it up. Uh, Inky Bones, good job, boys. Thank you so much. And again, guys. Uh, and gals, we're going to really dive into White Scars next week. I, I, I sincerely apologize that it was kind of more surface level this time. I, I just didn't uh, so what make can, the time to get What it, you can take away from it is go get a unit of 10 Intercessors. Get the White Scars upgrade pack. Yeah. It looks really cool. Get I Actually, new, I like it a lot. Con. I wish the only... I like the new model for Khan. I just wish they would have made him more... I like more the more dynamic poses. Yeah. Like the posing ones are cool, but it's like, I don't know. Con, swinging that sword. Khan is a beast. Like the primary swing that that meat stick. You know where are you going with this? I don't know. Khan, the new Primaris Khan is amazing. He's a really, really, really good HQ. It's just it's the quintessential problem of how do you get him there. But now Primaris Marines have quite a few options. Um, just hearing your voice, Reese, is all I need. Says uh, Swaggish. Oh, you, you flatterer. And Homer Sayer says you got to do your homework. Yeah, you're right. Uh, and we will next week. Definitely deliver the goods, um, but hopefully, hopefully this week gave you some ideas, some food for thought, and um, uh, not just looking at Ultramarines. The, the White Scars really will be a strong contender. Oh yeah, uh, I, I guarantee that. It'll be a frustrating one for people to play because they're going to be they're all over the place, and then they hit you like a just a load of bricks. It's nuts. Yep. Uh, Iggy Bone says uses 30k jet bike as a Wrath of Heavens. Yeah, you got to make it look like Ghost Rider. Uh, you have to. That yeah, they just they still don't have a good. Um, that kit's a bit outdated, unfortunately. The bikes. <laughs> I actually, I think the scout bikers still look awesome. I love all the yeah. extra stuff, like the shotguns on like the front fork of yeah. the bike and stuff. I love it. Stiffneck Studios, thank you for the plug. Get them ten intercessors, the repulsor con, and the bikes from FLG. Yeah, oh 15% yeah, fifteen percent discount. Yep. All right, everybody. Uh, thank you so much for joining us for episode six hundred and fifty-one of Signals from the Frontline. Uh, can't wait to see you all at the SoCal Open. That's coming up. And if you're going to be going to Nova or watching Nova, uh, you will see Frankie and I shout casting from the event. Oh. I got some big shoes to fill. Mariana's gone? Mariana will be Mariana alive? on the team too. Oh my God. Yeah. So uh, don't expect me to be as funny as Jeff because I'm not, but I'll do my best. Just do your impression of him. 
it would be a less funny version He'd of it. He'd be honored. He'd be honored. <laughs> yeah. uh, and we're very excited uh, to be doing that as well. So thank you so much for joining us. We hope you enjoyed the show, and we will see you all next week. Until yep. then, happy gaming.